And why'd he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Gotta smile when I say that shit. Ah, woke up this morning. Go. And we are live. We're live, James. Yeah. I'm here with my buddy James from Ireland. Uh, Northern Ireland, actually. Northern Ireland. Yeah, a lot of people don't know we're actually separate countries. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, you know, the UK is made up of four countries. Kind of like North and South Korea, except... <laughs> yeah, except we're not we're not dictators in the North. <laughs> no. Wait, look, yeah. so let's see it on here, because... Yeah, you can actually see a little color change there. That's that's the week. Oh, okay, so Northern Ireland's a lot smaller. Oh, yeah, we've only got only 1.8 million people. And what does Ireland have? Like four. Oh, really? I thought it was like ten for some reason. Oh, oh it, was, wow. it was ten before the potato famine happened, but we've still never recovered from the population no decrease. Way. So people either died or, you know, came across to good old America. When was the potato famine? Uh, it was the 1800s, like the 1850s kind of time. That makes sense. That, that would take a while to recover. Even like, I mean, what is it, 200 years since then? Yeah, still? Well, almost, yeah. Almost 200 years? Yeah, and to be fair... Uh, most of it wasn't actually just from starvation. It was just from disease and exposure because it, it got very cold in the winter months up there. So and people had no shelter. I and the gov the English government as well screwed us over back then because they rejected. The English government screwed you over. Oh yeah, they rejected aid that was being sent from all over the world to us. Wow. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Intentionally to. Oh yeah, they wanted to, they wanted the population to decrease so they could send more. Uh, settlers over, and eventually that's what happened, and that's how Northern really yeah. to make it more like because isn't aren't, aren't Ireland and Northern Ireland in close ties with England in some sort of way? Oh yeah, we're good. No, you today don't worry about it today. But back then, you know, England was still uh, an empire when they needed to run their empire, right? Right, right. So they did what was called the Scottish Plantation. Uh, and they ended up taking a bunch of Scots and they just dropped them into Northern Ireland to have a Protestant majority there. Really? Yeah, eventually uh, they gave a referendum to the people and they took the six most Protestant-dominated counties and made that in Northern Ireland. Why did they seek out Protestants? It's the religion back then. Back then it was all about religion. Sure, this is also around the That's time. That's like a form of artificial selection from yeah. an empire that... So this is this is back whenever the Spanish Armada came and attacked and it was Catholics v Protestants again. This is back when Queen Elizabeth was in power. I think she was yeah she was a pro, she was a staunch Protestant. Okay, okay. So this is back in the Tudor era. Oh, that has turned out brightness though. That's fine, yeah. So this is this is what like what times in the eighteen hundreds? You no, know, you might want to Google check that just to be safe. Right. Am I googling? Uh, what was it? Uh, so I'll just type in potato farm and see what pops up. I'll give you a pro I'll give you a more accurate time frame. And while we're looking for this, I was curious: where are the best places that you would recommend traveling to in Ireland or Northern Ireland? Uh, well, if you want Northern Ireland, Belfast is obviously a good place to head. Belfast? Yeah, it's the capital. Okay. Yeah, good nightlife, uh, good sights. It's, it is, it's probably the most fun city. Uh, Sites as in, like, well, like nature or... Oh, well, for Belfast, there's, like, the uh, like the murals as well from our semi-Civil War kind of time. Uh, there's also 
Well, we built a peace wall through Belfast, so really? yeah, during the height of our troubled times, to divide the Catholics and Protestants, so they wouldn't have to get irritated by each What's other. What's up with humans and walls dividing us? That to be fair, it worked for us. It worked. It was effective. Yeah, it worked. Like it's still standing to this day. Like as a country, you guys all kind of equally accepted that it was a good thing that happened yeah, well, for you well, or is there any is there any debate like what would the country be like if the well, wall like, was never built well like the c catholics of the time weren't too happy about it because they felt they were being walled out protestants at the time felt a bit safer because they felt that the catholics were being kept behind walls because it was nationalist to be loyalist back then uh -huh. but it's not as bad now but you know, it's still no surprise to hear the occasional bomb scare every now and again. You know, stuff that would, you would shit your pants over here, but back home, not so much. Really? Yeah. Are you kind of desensitized to that? Like, because we're desensitized well, to seeing it here in the United States, but are you desensitized to hearing that there's a potential threat that could end your life? Well, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not going to say that there are threats every day, because right, I, right. I never really saw many threats, but when you heard about it, it was... You know, they they very rarely, if ever, actually detonated. That's cool. Yeah. That's audacious of the Irish like community to like be like, no, yo, everyone, I'm not gonna live in fear. No, everyone just wants to move forward. Even the modern day lo loyalists and Republicans, they just want they just want to move forward. It's so just, they're they're working together to move forward, despite their differences. Well, it depends on certain days, like on the 12th of July, for example. It's that's when it gets fun. Okay. Like you, for the last few years, it's been getting a lot better, though, but it's basically just a giant, you know, fuck you to some of the other people there. Like, it's mostly just parades, you know, uh, Protest loyalist Protestants marching around certain areas, and they go into Catholic areas when they know they shouldn't, but they do it just to piss them off. So is, is it extremely... There, there's, like, religious wars, basically, going on like, yeah. in the country. Northern Ireland's one of the few countries that like actually here still it's, cares. Here it's racial... Racial oh, yeah, it's racial. It's very racial. racial here, but there it's that what divides people's well, religion. Well, it's ninety-eight and a half percent white, so it's not really a racial thing with us. Okay, we've we have more Asians than we do black people. No and way, really. We only have like less, just over half, just over half percent Asian population. And that's all you have. That's the last time I checked on the census. It may, it may. And be you have more Asians, Asians than black people. Yeah. So it's just, it's pretty much just all white in Ireland. Majority, yeah. Okay, okay. Although after Brexit, I did notice a lot more of diversity uh, flooding around the towns. We came up with the idea that they were trying to, they moved to Northern Ireland because it's still the UK, but if the UK did leave the European Union and say they were told they had to go, they could just jump over the border to the Republic and stay in Europe. Really? Yeah, and you can live in Ireland and work in Northern Ireland and, you know, be fine. You don't need a visa. There's a soft border, meaning that it's basically like a state border. I kind of assume there would be. That's 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 cool, though. That's cool. No, you, 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 the only way you tell that, you're in, that you cross from Northern Ireland to Southern Ireland is you notice that the speed is 9 kilometers per hour on the signs. What do you mean? What, what is it in Northern Ireland? Miles per hour. Same as no it. way. Yeah, that's how you tell. And then there's some gibberish. There's no, words. like, welcome to Ireland, welcome to oh, Northern no. Ireland. No. no way. Some places, some roads, maybe. I haven't seen them yet. Okay. Yet, but, yeah, sure. What a lot of people do is, there's, well, the biggest problem with us is fuel laundering, though, because... What laundering? Fuel. Fuel? Yeah. Really? Like, our, the UK tax is so high... On gas, it's, it's probably about 6 or $7 a gallon if you were to pay our prices. 
No way. Whereas if you go across the border, it's probably about four dollars a gallon, so roughly. This is probably this is probably a very ignorant question, but what is United the United Kingdom? That includes United Kingdom and Great Britain uh, and Northern Ireland, yeah. And, and just Northern Ireland uh, England, England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. Yep. Isn't isn't Australia like a colony of that's England? The, that's the Commonwealth. What does that mean? Uh, it's basically like a part, like a partnership that we all have. They were they were all like Canada's part of the Commonwealth. Fiji, uh, Samoa, I think. Is this like a like a pact? Like if you guys were to go into war, just one um, of you, then you would all well, follow, or I would assume so. I'd like to think so, but basically they're all made up from uh, what do you call them? The empire. Basically, they were the remnants of the empire. Okay. So the, basically, any any flag you see that has the Union Jack on it, it's fair. It's fair to say that they were part of the Commonwealth. Like New Zealand's also a part of it, and you'd think that we would have had trade deals set up with all of these countries because of the union we have with them. But when we when we were with Europe, we couldn't exactly do that because they were outside of Europe. So okay. they they would levy the taxes on us to export even more, even though we would get more business from the Commonwealth compared to Europe, which is bankrupt. So what was it like being over there during Brexit? Or what, were oh, you was, over in Ireland? Oh, I was in, I was in England for my, uh, for my senior year. And I'm telling you, the, the way Brexit went was almost exactly the same as the election here. Okay. Except... A lot of fear distilled in the people or a lot of... A lot of... If you were a, if you were a Brexiteer, meaning you, vote, you would vote for Brexit, you would be... You would almost be systematically targeted So it's people. very divided in that sense? Oh, yeah. Like, put it this way. The, the, people usually never believe politicians, right? They tell them, oh, they're lying. They're just trying to line their pockets. They're snakes, blah, blah, blah. But as soon as the politicians said we needed to stay in Europe, everyone would listen to them. Really? So it's like, for the last, I've heard you bash on this politician for five years. Now you're saying we should agree with him. It's like, you just did the most, the biggest one eighty ever. Yeah, it sounds a bit hypocritical. Yeah. And the fact that it was the it was the banks, the ones that got everyone in the recession, like the you know the big banks, uh, all of the other uh, businesses that would that were just greedy and relying on cheap labor, you know, outsourcing jobs. Uh huh. Like Richard Branson even said to stay in Europe. Oh yeah, stay in Europe. That way you get tax deductions and there's a lot of credibility there. I respect that man's opinion a lot. Yeah, but to be fair, when it comes to losing money or having to spend more money on better wages and UK workers, they're gonna they're gonna throw the UK under the bus. They just want a cheaper business. That's it. Really. Whereas, you know, so you've got the the you know the stereotypical liberals of the UK saying, uh -huh. oh, we need to stay, and oh, well, the, all the banks are saying we have to stay. It's like. Yeah, two years ago you were calling for these people to be arrested. Now you now you're going to listen to them on our future. It's, uh, it was so hypocritical of all of that, and the you know and the the best way you could describe Brexit was imagine living in a house with fifteen people. Right. You know you're all meant to pay your own rent. Blah blah blah. Suddenly five of them can't afford their rent because they blew it all. Basically, people aren't pulling their own weight. Like Greece. Yep. What oh, Greece didn't. Greece didn't even bother taxing their civil servants for one thing. So they lost revenue there, and they had no. They didn't produce anything. Their biggest income was the tourism industry, and that was it. No exports. They had very little exports. Really. Very little compared to other countries. 
Alright, plus if you looked at their Olympic stadiums, they're all in ruins now. They never bothered maintaining them, they never bothered actually bringing any other events to Greece. Once the, once the Athens 2004 games were over, you know, just wait, if I wait to see what they look like, I just Google like uh, Athens Olympic stadiums. Potato famine was 1845, by the yep. way. Yep. Only a million people died, but a lot of people emigrated. Really? Oh, yeah. It was immigrated to or immigra oh, immigrated away? Here. That's yeah. why, yeah, because uh, the United States was like the most notorious spot to go, right? Like the land of opportunity. Oh, sure. It, was, it, was, it, it just gained its independence around then, didn't it? 18... 1845. No, it was well, 1776 whenever yeah. we signed the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. So that would have been... Whenever the, it was a new country, it was a new, it was a fresh start, oh, yeah. they a new a, idea. They needed a population boost, so yeah. I bet uh, Athens Olympic stadiums, I Olympic venues now. See that one there, third down. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, see. They were, no way. Those were the Olympic stadiums where people won medals, broke world records, and billions was spent. Greece. Wow. They never bothered maintaining it. Why? <laughs> they were broke. They had. They didn't. They didn't want to invest money. I mean. I like that. I like that arch over there. Oh yeah. No, I remember watching it as well. Wow, that looks super modern, but it's like deserted. It kind of reminds me of a. Uh... The movie with Will Smith, with like uh, the zombies, with New York yeah, City just like I am legend. I am, I am legend. Yep, yep. Yeah. No, and then it's it's the same story with, um, where was it before that? No, it was Sydney before them. Um, Athens was, '04. This is from 2004. These stadiums. Yeah. No way. Yeah, like, like compared to Beijing of 2000. It looks like a fucking ghost town. Yeah. This, that's crazy. That's what happened. They never, they never reinvested in themselves, and then they basically expected payouts. Yeah. So, so would you say that like Greece is like the entitled country of the European <sighs> Union? I wouldn't say entitled, but they're definitely not the smartest. Okay. Okay. Like, like their government at the time, like I have an, I have an aunt that lives in Greece. She's got, you know, three. She's got several kids out there. Well, they're adults now, but. There was a time you couldn't even go to an ATM and bring out more than a thousand uh, euros or whatever it was. Like they were running out of currency. Really? They, if I know they ran out of currency, that's what it was. Was it worse than um, Germany in world after World War One? Uh, well, Germany in World War One, they 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 never ran out of money. They printed too much money because yeah, the inflation was out there. Like yeah. kids would just have like fat stacks. Oh yeah, no, it was. It was the worst rate of inflation at that time because they thought they could just print more money and they would, their problem would go away. But, yeah, it became worthless. But, uh, well, you see, one of the reasons why Greece failed was they joined the euro. So, Wait, Greece failed because fact, they joined me, the fact, no, euro? Let's, let's, actually, let's actually double check that. Wait, before I forget, I got a surprise for you. Yeah. If you want to open up that cooler right there. Right. Doesn't even leave the chair. Stays put. Aww. <laughs> hey. I'm American, obviously. <laughs> They've started selling this back. That was me though. embracing a stereotype. Oh, no, that, it's fine. That might have been a hate crime and uh, hate a crime? favor at the same time, you know? No, it's hate <laughs> no, no, if you want to go on political correctness, you're going to be here for a while because it's <laughs> that's the biggest bullshit there ever was. <laughs> 
Nah, like they started selling this in the UK, and I was so surprised to see it as well. But Light? Yeah, Tiest is a bit different. Yeah, starts in a. Oh, how does. To freedom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, actually, I got some wine left over. Oh, classy mofo. Friends don't let friends drink alone, <laughs> right? Nah. Oh, well, well, just before we. Before we get back to Greece, I actually bought a bottle of whiskey there before I came in. That's what, that's what took me so long to get here. Um, like, I found a bottle of 21-year-old Bushmills whiskey, and in the UK, it costs about £125 a bottle, which is about $160, I want to say. No way. Yeah, I got it for 100 today. So, alcohol is so cheap here in the US. Oh, yeah. So Cause, cheap. Because you guys have, like, 100 other exports that you can generate income from, whereas... You know, the UK is one-tenth the size of America, so we have to tax everything more. Okay, okay. Before we get on to the UK versus America on taxes, let's just, let me just, let's just check that thing about Greece, though, like, just to see what currency they have. Yeah, currency, there it is. Yeah, they use the euro. Okay. So, so who all uses the euro? Most of Europe. The only that's better. So it's not accepted anymore in. Oh, it, in no, it's it was never used in Britain. No, we whenever we joined in 1987, I think it was 87. Um, go because the European uh, Britain has the pound. Yeah, we we, all we kept Kingdom. our own. We kept our own currency. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, we kept it because that was one of our terms. Because we knew that eventually it was going to break. Like, the the euros. The euro is very close to the dollar. In fact, what's the current exchange rate with the dollar? So euro to USD. There you are. I used to trade this in yeah. foreign or forex. So, so yeah. So at the minute, you guys are better off than the euro. So for every euro you buy, it's one dollar eighteen as of today. Um, no, what did that? That means the euro is worth more. The euro is worth more because it. See, they oh, got yeah, more shit. U.S. dollars. Oh, yeah. You guys are really getting well, screwed over. Because uh, the, well, one pound will buy $1.30, I think, at the minute. Okay. So we're, the, we're stronger than the euro at the minute, but, you know, there's five, the difference between the U.S. and, and Europe is there's 500 million people using the, the euro, whereas there's only 330 million of you guys using the dollar. Okay. But you guys have bigger. Really? So all of Europe is bigger than the U.S.? I mean, I'm not surprised by that, but... Population-wise, yeah. I did not know that. Okay. Well, America's so big and vast, and, you know, it's it's different. So what are, what are some big culture, some... I, so comparison between Irish culture and American culture, what are some big differences that you... I wouldn't know about the South, but British, I can tell you a few things. Uh, well, the Brits uh, were, were more... We don't really have. It's it's it is difficult to explain at times because it's so different as well. Because uh -huh. the Scots are different to the English, the Welsh are different to the Scots, and then the Northern Irish are different to the English. It's it is so different though. Well, well, compared to your immediate location back home, like what you're used well, to, Northern Ireland. Then? Yeah, so compared to Northern yeah. Ireland. Well, we both the culture around there. They both value God for one thing like okay. the politicians all say they value God so they're basically the same as well they, they need to run on that because the population supports yeah, it but, so heavily yeah, but it's also there. it's kind of the same here yeah but here you've got more leeway yeah yeah like in Northern Ireland I only found out recently that like casino halls are actually illegal really yeah you, you can't get a license for a casino in Northern Ireland but you can in England 
Why is that? Moral objection on the on our on our tourism ministers or whatever. I don't necessarily fully disagree with that. I mean, if you want to look at it like revenue and like taxable revenue, well, that generates a lot for the UK economy. There, true. Millions of. If you want to look at it like in economic terms, then I kind of agree with it, but. I don't know. I, I just morally and ethically, I kind of agree. That's, like that's it kind of, it's kind of stealing from people in a way. No, but people really. do it. I mean, they're they're agreeing to do it, so why not? Oh yeah, sure. It's, and if there's a demand for it, why so, shouldn't it be there? Well, to be fair, sure. If you say that it's stealing from the people, then how can you justify you know the tobacco, the alcohol, or driving? You know, cause no, you're right. All, there are greater problems. Yeah, there are much greater problems. It's like why? It's like. Uh, well, for example, because we don't have much, we don't have as many exports as you guys. Uh -huh. Our our t alcohol taxes are severely higher than you guys. Like uh, going down, going to the bar and getting a pint of beer uh -huh. here is what two, three dollars, give or take, three dollars or so. Depends what night you're going out. If it's college night or what. Yeah, you guys actually have offers. We don't have happy hour. Really. Some places will do it. Do it in England, but Northern Ireland. Why not? I mean, if you lower price, that's an incentive. It creates demand. Alcohol laws, not allowed to offer. So they don't. They don't allow. Well, it's just in Massachusetts here. You got uh, Massachusetts. There's there are no alcohol promotion nights. See, that's the fun of like things, because you know, like then then it creates tradition in the week. Oh yeah. Like you always have like here, you always have Thursday nights. That's always an option. Everybody knows Thursday night is college or night. Everybody. Or two dollar Tuesdays. Oh, uh, $2 there. Tuesdays? I've never yep. been out for that. No, uh, Dublin's has it in the town. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's it's, what's up. it's buzzing on Tuesdays. Well, Dublin's, that's an Irish theme, right? Yeah, no, well, well, in case anyone knows, Dublin's is a bar in Springfield that's actually pretty good at what it tries to sell itself as. Uh... No, but yeah. So our t also our tobacco laws are a lot higher. So you'll never see cigar shops or you know anything that you can anything you can find out here very restricted back home. Really? Yeah. It's like it's like it's we're worse than New York most of the times for our taxes. Like, like they they abolished the ten, the ten packs. Well, the European law abolished ten packs because what are ten packs? Uh, just cigarettes. Packets of cigarettes with just ten cigarettes in them. Why so do they, small they limit it to like a smaller amount? No, they, they, the, the smallest you can get is a twenty pack. Really? And they jack the tax on it, on those up because that way, it's, if you want if you want to, if you're thinking of starting to smoke, you can't just buy the small pack. You gotta commit. Yeah, yeah you gotta commit. And, and Psychologically, that's I oh I love yeah, that. You're, I love you're that. Le you're less likely to try something if it's expensive and you have to buy more of it. It's like imagine instead. It's like if you want to try a drink, imagine, well, if you want to try, a, you know, Crown Royal, for example, right? Imagine going to a bar, I'll have a Crown Royal. All right, and they give you a handle and says that'll be $75. It's like, I'm not going to try that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, that, that's the that was, that was Yeah, that was a great example. Yeah, or, uh, see, that's just how it works. You're, just like, you're not going to commit to that. You're like, well, I've never smoked a cig before. I, you, don't, you haven't at that point... Uh, made the correlation between happiness and cigarettes or mental yeah. ease or whatever whatever your reasoning for smoking oh, cigarettes yeah. is you haven't made that correlation yet yeah. so 
No, yeah, they, psychologically, it makes a lot of sense because you don't want to commit to something. And, and you're like, well, it's bad for me anyway. You yeah. start thinking of reasons why you shouldn't pay all this extra yeah. money. To, to be fair, you can, I can understand it to an extent on why that's a better attitude than what America has, which is basically they'll market the shit out of anything and everything they yep. can. Consumer-based society, man. It's weird uh, to live here. Because it's, it's, I, I consider myself a minimalist. Like, yeah. if, if anything, like I try to keep... I, well, it's about the value you place on your possessions, and I try to not. I I do not put much value in my things because whenever you put your value in your things, that's when life fucks you, and you're gonna live unfulfilled. Uh, yeah, sure. It's also like something that my grandmother told me. She said she's never seen a hearse with a tow bar. What's a hearse? Oh, a hearse is like the a car that carries a coffin. Never never seen a hearse in a tool bar. Hearse, no T at the end. A hearse. Yeah. It's the car that pretty much cars the coffin at funerals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she said she's never seen one with a tow bar, which means that you can't put a trailer on to bring your possessions with you. Wow, wow, that's deep. Oh, yeah, this this woman's 90 years old, and she still cuts you like a knife. Really? Oh, God. Like, I had to think about that for a second. I was, I was like, no, it's, it's, yeah, I ponder it. Well, hearses and tow bars, yeah, that's... Those are more common back home. Like, you know, like, here it's all about trucks and pickups that carry everything, whereas back home it's like, oh, you need to yeah, physically put a tow bar in the back of it if you want to pull a trailer. Right. Because pickup trucks just aren't a thing with us. Yeah, I've noticed that. It, it, that's, because uh, I had two Australian buddies who kind of came over here and changed my perspective on, the, like, the way I see the world. I spent a ton of time with these dudes, hung out with them, like, the entire semester. I ended up traveling across the country with them. But yeah. they, um, they kind of opened my eyes to that, too. They're like, Man, there are so many trucks yeah, here in the United I'm, States. And they're driven by assholes. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, like, honestly, nine out of ten times I get pissed off while driving, and I'm an extremely mindful person, or I try to be to the best of my ability, yeah. and I don't, I, I don't necessarily react to my emotions, but whenever I do get mad in the car while driving, nine out of ten times it is somebody driving a truck. I cause... They're kind of bullies, the way they drive some of the people. Oh, they... Like I when I drove my dad's ML Mercedes, which is like a, you know, it's it's like a Jeep kind of setup, right? It's it's, it's a what do you call it? Uh, it's an SUV, big SUV, for okay. us for us in the UK, it's pretty big, and you know I did feel a little bit, you know, more slightly more superior in that idea because you know you're higher up, you're bigger, you look down on all the cars around you. Whereas over here, it's, you know, like, some of the, like, the hood of, of the trucks is taller than my car some of the times. I'm like, oh, yeah. Why the hell do you need that, mate? That's just the European in me talking. I don't, you know, I don't get it either, man. Those, I really don't get it. Well, roads are smaller. Uh, fuel is more expensive. and That is kind of the paradox or the irony behind it. Like uh, Also, the insurance just rips The people the driving those big trucks, if they live out in the country, they're probably driving on, like, Oh no! Th those trucks, less wide roads. those are needed. Like those trucks on farms or in the ranches, whatever. Like those, are, you you need them. Yeah, I would say I'd... like that's where they belong. But in a city or on a highway, you know, especially whenever they have like the monster truck tire extensions, I'm like, dude, you, I you probably weigh less than me, and I weigh 150 pounds, and you're driving a monster truck. Yeah, exactly. Like, just, just go home. You motherfucker. Think about the children. Think about the environment. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> uh, you, you don't agree? Nah, well... I, well I've heard... Uh, if we're going to talk single, about the environment now, this is going to take a while. I've heard every single country in um, 
what is it, the Paris Agreement has yeah. not fulfilled or they're not up to quota by where they need to be by the end of the year. And what oh. is it? It's November November 17th. Like, uh, they're, they're not getting there. Not a single country. Uh, sure. The whole, still, there's still being progress made, but it's the going whole very slow. Well, the whole environmental thing is, in my opinion, it, it is just a way for governments to manipulate their people or, or manipulate you know the oil producing companies or something it just it just doesn't seem right because we've had two ice ages and two thawing stages before man really did anything right uh -huh. like sure before the car the biggest producer of co2 so, was the so ocean. out of the because there are five great mass extinctions right something like that yeah so it's something like here i'll look it up real quick but sure so that means two of them are ice ages because i've heard yeah. an ice age like a global cooling is much was worse also, than a global warming oh yeah well the global cooling that happened almost instantly was um the last time yellowstone erupted i think when was that i do not know but Basically, what happened with whenever Yellowstone erupted was five major extinctions. Yeah. Yeah. What are they? What are the five major extinctions? Okay, those are just random words. <laughs> Ordovican Silurian mass extinction. There, there's Jurassic. <laughs> Jurassic. Yeah. I'm assuming this is. Uh, oh, that's BBC. That's, that's fake. One. That's BBC stuff. That's fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Nah. Where's your credibility, BBC? Nah, BBC, I Get lost... Get out of here, you I, fucks. I lost respect for them when they glorified Castro in his death. Glorified Castro? Yeah, the man, well... Really? This this was this year, wasn't it? This was, that was uh, earlier this 2016, year. I think, yeah. Wow. No, we'll put it this way, well, just side note on Castro. He this is a man that massacred, murdered, and tortured homosexuals, yet liberals praised him for his uh, heroic standoff against America. It's like... Really? It's like, I know, I know... Liberals speaking American liberals or Northern American liberals ones. Like, it's like... It's you like, seem more Republican. You seem more... No, I'm more... Uh, you see, that's, that's the... Uh, before we get on to the politics, I, let's finish the environment side. But just for the record, I'm more libertarian to that extent. Really? Okay. More... I, well, I kind of like a... I'm a... I swing between both. That's where I am. I'm, I'm extremely independent, I would say. Yeah. More than anything. Nah, it's, I like to think. I like to call myself a logical person. Okay, yeah, that's how you seem. You seem very like a very rational mind. Uh, I like. I like to think so. And then when he says they are this, or they are that. Yeah, it's. You never are what you say you are. Mm -hmm. So that being said, I may not be logical. I don't know. It's basically it's. Actions do speak louder than words than the way you do things. Absolutely. There's a quote by An Andrew Carnegie. Um, I, I want to say he actually no he was Scottish he was Scottish never mind that's nah, fine I've got Scottish but, blood in me as well but he um, Andrew Carnegie has a quote wait what did you just say I have Scottish blood in me as well no no before that about um, uh, oh oh it was okay so Andrew Carnegie has a quote it says I as, the older I have gotten the less I pay attention to what men say the more I pay attention to what men do oh yeah because yeah, I agree with that like actions do speak a lot louder than words for sure yeah but, but anyway well back to the environmental point though because we need to finish these points before we <laughs> keep going off elsewhere <laughs> now uh, bas basically with the environment uh, sir what do you call it the amount of carbon dioxide that goes in the air yeah it's it would be good if we didn't deforest the trees that's the biggest problem we have Mm -hmm. Greenhouse gases could easily be stopped, not by switching to electric cars, not by, you know, turning off your nightlight or whatever. Just if, nature. Yeah, because if 
well, sure, if you look at all these companies that uh, say, oh, we're for every tree we cut down, we're planting three more. You know, that's two extra trees being made, replacing the one that was just lost as well. So eventually that would filter out the environment, but it's the fact that the population keeps growing. Mm -hmm. So if you... It's like saying you have a food shortage, right? So, so you've, you know, you've say you've got a crops that grow and they produce, um, you know, ten, t ten pounds of, I don't know, let's just say potatoes for argument's sake, because <laughs> you know, potato famine guy and all that stuff. So let's say you grow ten potatoes a year and it feeds you. Okay. You know, you've got five people, two potatoes a, a month, you're fine. Right. But then say you now have twelve people. There's less food to go around. Right. Then you get 15 people, so everyone's living on half of what they used to feed. More needs, more needs to be met. Yeah, and you know, then more, more people. More carbon footprints. Yeah, more people, more space, so less, so less room for more crops to grow, uh -huh. which means you're producing less food and you have to feed more people. So, it's just the poor the population. Well, to be fair, if you look at you know. Uh, it's like two steps in the wrong direction. Yeah, sure. Cutting down trees and then the... Well, yeah, sure. If you look at the explosive populations... Um, we actually... We, I was talking about that on the podcast last Wednesday as well. Uh, but we... Uh, my, my very last one before this, yeah. we are talking about the population. And, like, in our lifetime... So, you, you're a little bit older than me, aren't you? I'm 23. 23. Okay, I'm, only, I'm 22, so we're about the same age. So, I'm older, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so the the world population right now is like seven point six billion. That's going up six hundred million in the last three four years. I think no like. shit. Something like that. I was, a, I, was, I was in high school when it happened, so probably about four years ago. It's yeah. expected to be like eleven million or something like that by twenty one hundred. I'll be it'll hit that long before twenty one hundred. It's great. Here, look look at. So when were you born? Nineteen ninety four. Yep, ninety four. World population. Well, let's look at it now. I think it's like 7.6 7 billion. billion. Yeah. And so yeah, the, China, Brazil, and America are the big three. Yeah, but China and India have uh, a lot more than, or they have they have a billion more than us. Yeah, and, and if you look at them, their economy, well, their economy is booming, yes, but the standard of life, like the pop, right. like the difference in so many people to support no, like the, no the, it's the class inequality there is far greater than the u.s like those I bet. there are people there who are going to dentists on the street and they're trading in a you know bread just to get a tooth fixed whereas here wow people expect that to be handed to them right it's like uh, so you're saying the entitlement here is a lot worse oh it's god awful in the west britain uk well you know in the uk and america it's it's horrendous it's like imagine being driven to school every day by your parents and suddenly you have to walk there now because they say, oh, you've hit a certain age now. You'd still want to be driven or at least be given a car to drive, depending on how you've been raised. But that's how a lot of people would react. All right, so where are we? My bad. I, I was paying attention to oh, this. Oh, it's like 5.6 billion. 5.6 billion? It has gone up 2 billion in your lifetime. Yeah. Same here, basically. It went up, what, 100 million between years. Shit. Dude, this growth is exponential. Yeah, so that's... 1950, it was only 2.5 billion. Sure, look, uh, 90, years, 90 years ago, it was only 2 billion. So, yeah. Wow, yeah, wow. Start of the 1900s, next century. All right, that was back... Sure, if you look 1. at... 1.6 billion. If you actually look as well at... Uh, 
between 1900, oh, I'm surprised I don't have a more accurate census there, but between 1900 and 1927, there was World War One, so that kind of, but they still managed to gain 400 million, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. What well, was there like a, was there a baby boom after World War One as well? Because obviously World War Two oh, baby boomers. 54 million people died, I think it was 54 million people died during World War Two. 50 million? 54 million, 54. I think. 54 million. Yeah, it makes sense if you include the Holocaust, the actual war on the battlegrounds, was, all the countries at stake, the Hiroshima, right. Nagasaki, right, they say it Pearl was, Harbor, oh, D-Day. Yeah, and then there was the 20 million Russians that died just from starvation and by good old communism, which people still think would work today. Well, they were works. fighting on the cold fronts. Which yeah. is also their big advantage over the Nazis. Whenever they're fighting on, whenever the Nazis started to invade Russia a little yeah. bit, no, they were just that definitely they were just, worked to their advantage. They're just too big to. It's basically like if you're playing a game of Risk, you've got ten men, you think you can take twelve spots when you can't. Right, right. They thought wrong, and Russia just knew. Okay, let's just. That's where the Nazis fucked up. That's where Hitler fucked up. Oh yeah, no, he fu he fucked up long ago before. Like he. F his first, his, the beginning of his downfall was when he tried taking on Britain in the Battle of the Blitz. Like, that was, basically, we, we were the first army to beat him back and actually beat him at something. Really? Yeah, but I love how the Americans still take credit for winning the war. For oh, us. yeah, like, they throw so much credit on. Like, you basically just landed on a beach and you basically just blew up an island. Right. He also sold us weapons for the first three years and didn't bother doing anything until both teams were almost exhausted. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Yeah, but Hitler definitely messed up. Or, well, Hitler recommended, he said, don't wake the sleeping beast or something like that to yeah. the, the Japanese, and then they bombed us on Pearl Harbor Day. Yeah. Uh, the sure. Russians in the United States, I... I well, obviously, obviously, I'm not. I'm not trying to take away any credit that, that England came in and, and uh, you guys did. But our our best moment was basically the Battle of Lo the Blitz, the, the London Blitz. That was our best moment. That's when he really fought back. Whenever he was invading, because you know he had been so successful with with his Blitz technique for countless battles. Like that's how he beat Poland. That's how he beat France. He just battled everyone, blitzed them, bang, bang, bang. Did it to Britain. You know, half of the half of the half of London burnt to the ground, but we still rose up and fought back with a vengeance. And this is after we had to retreat from Dunkirk. That was the mentality, right? Like we will not give up. We will fight to yeah. death. Yeah, Winston Churchill made the speech around then. There's some pride. He actually made it in Fulton, Missouri, right? I don't know where. There's he a made place. No joke, dude. There's this place called Fulton, Missouri that he made know, this yeah. very notorious speech for World War II, and it's this random town in the middle of Missouri. It's like an hour from my house, but. We used to drive down there because there were some kids in my high school who had a farm down there. And we would drive. It's called Kingdom City, Missouri, and then Fulton's uh, a little outside. Uh, but the speech... And we just had these massive parties in high school there. Yeah, no, but the We Shall Fight Them on the Beaches speech was made in Parliament, I think, and then they broadcast it. Okay. I think he did. Yeah, I know he, I know he did that in the UK because that was around the time of the bombings. But it was... Yeah, it was, it was some time to be around, apparently. Either way, either way, is it, is it a pretty notorious speech? Uh, I wouldn't say notorious, but it's a very inspirational one, and it was quoted a lot. But it's the fact that that was whenever Britain was like, okay, we aren't going to, we aren't going to rule over and die. The the attitude, the mentality of the war just you, completely you, shifted. Like, you wouldn't get that today. Uh, you don't think so? Well, I reckon if America was to get attacked today, you know, by God, God only knows who, or if they were to get bombed by some terrorist organization. 
the liberals of America would be like, oh, we just need to love and respect these people. We need to stop the government movements, or oh, we need to do this. Like, maybe. Yeah, you are not gonna do anything. Maybe, maybe. I mean, you never know. Whenever people feel unsafe and it, and they don't, they don't feel safe. I mean, I think they're gonna fight back audaciously. That's uh, like to be fair. Like I've been assaulted by five on five occasions by liberals, and not once by a re by a Republican. Put it that way. What do you mean? Well, when I was in Finn's Finnegan's Wake Bar. I got on two occasions. Uh, two people tried taking swings at me because really because I criticized Bernie for one of it one of his policies. Wow. Yeah, I mean people are too yeah too edgy too edgy when it comes to politics. That's why. I enjoy talking politics, but I like to think of them as objectively as I possibly can. Uh, basically, people need to stop thinking with their feelings and actually think logically. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, if it hurts your feelings, then you're not in the right area. That's a change of the subject, but I wrote down some... I did a little, like, research on Ireland. Yeah. And uh, I just thought these are, like, some of the cooler facts I found. Oh, tell me. I still, I still don't know much about the South. Uh, so, Irish consume an average of... 131 liters of beer per year. That's the second highest. That's about right. <laughs> to the Czech Republic. Yeah, it's uh, Czech Republic. It's like two euros a pint. No way. Oh, they have their own distilleries and everything out there with us. I never think. Whenever I think of like beer and I think of Europe, I think of Ireland and I think of Germany. Germany. Yeah. Those are the two I think of first. Uh, the taxes on everything jumped over the last decade. There's also there are two. There's a tavern or a bar. I think it might be the oldest bar in the world. And it, the oldest one in Ireland, it's called Sean's Bar, and it's been around since 900 AD. Shit. And there's another called Brazen Head, or Brazen Head, one of the two. I've heard of it, yeah. And that's been operating as a tavern since... Um, 1178? 1178, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that one. And I, mean, I read it was a snake-free island, which is crazy cool. Yeah, thanks, St. Patrick. Do what? Thank you, St. Patrick. Wait, he just killed all the snakes? Apparently. Really? He, he drove them out of Ireland. That's how the legend Just goes. didn't like them? Serpents are the symbol of the devil. Of who, what Christian doesn't Wow, like so it all goes back to religion again. Yeah, St. Patrick's so, He's wow. the guy that does that's St. Patrick's Day. Oh, no shit, really? He's the guy that drove snakes out of Ireland, allegedly. He was actually... And that's what he's, like, famous for? Yeah, the funny thing as well is he's actually Welsh. He's Welsh, really? Yeah, but everyone says he's Irish, but he's not. Welsh meaning, is that Dutch? No, like from what from Wales. Wales, okay, that was yeah. Wait, that that's part of the uh, the United Kingdom as well, right? Yeah, Wales is a bit no one likes talking about. Really? Yeah. Well, the funny thing about St. Patrick as well is he was kidnapped and he was stuck on this mountain called Slemish, which is basically just like a massive lump in the ground. That sounds like Slemish. That sounds yeah, like something you like get caught in your throat. Oh yeah, but we we need to see the mountain. It's actually quite pretty. So, <laughs> you yeah. good man, you good? <laughs> now I got some Sorry. I got some slimish in my throat. Uh right. Oh wait. Oh well you spell it S L E M. S L E M I S H. I S H. There she is, Mountain. Oh Mountain. There she is, see it? He was stuck on the top of one of those there. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, it just looks like a spot in the landscape. Um, yeah, it's kind of. It looks just completely flat, just beautiful, like prairie kind of. Oh, yeah. And then you suddenly just see a boom mountain. Just yeah, it's it's not that high. I think it's only like a thousand feet or something. Nah, uh, but yeah. So he was wow. he he herded sheep on the top of that mountain, 
and it took him, I don't know how long to, re it took him a while to realize that no one was actually watching him. Why was, why was he expecting somebody to he was watch him? He was a prisoner there and he's supposed to herd sheep. Oh, so then he just escaped? It took him, I don't know how long, I don't know if it was several months or several years, but he was there and was like, wait, no one's actually guarding me. And he just left? <laughs> yeah. What? He, he walked 200 miles to... Uh, is this a folk legend or is this no, actual this fact? Is, this is actual fact. Apparently. And this like, is St. Patrick? Yeah, he just buggered off. I was like, okay. <laughs> he broke out of prison with... Did he bring his sheep? I don't even know. He's I, like, I, fuck I assume, off sheep. I assume he would need to eat something. He really took that long? He took years? I don't know if it was years. I, I haven't heard the story in ages. Well, even, he, was, even, he was there for an extended period of time. Even if it was like two, three months or something like that. Like, that's a while. And then, like, that could get yeah. really extended to, like, I don't know, like eight, nine months. And then over time, will, it just keeps getting longer will, and longer. Will, People exaggerate. Well, see if there's a actual source. I just like seeing Patrick sheep herding. Or see. sheep. St. Patrick escapes Slamish. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, Patron Seat was taken to Ireland, sold as a slave, sent to herd sheep and swine. I uh, see that there, the second from the bottom. Right here? Uh, right, right here. Yeah. So let's see what he did. Uh, okay. Around 400 AD, St. Patrick was born in Wales. Yep. Uh, eventually, probably. Oh, well, it says about snakes in the bottom there. Where's that at? Uh, he's just banging them out by a drum, the snakes. Banging them out like a drum. Yeah. That is not an American expression at all. Oh, he was that's funny. banging. He was banging a drum and that scared them away. Okay. Uh, what's that? I the pig and Irish difficulty. It's, anyway. I can't, I just hit Control F and type sheep and see if he can find it. Just speed it good up. Good call. Good call. Where are we? Is that the uh, there? Uh, that was the first sentence. Oh, first <laughs> sentence we couldn't even find yeah. it. Version, following the version. Oh yeah. So in the it's northeast swine. of Ireland, he saw something. He discovered God. So yeah, he spent years on this on this mountain. Wow. He escaped and struggled and, and struggled home. What an escape! He probably just walked back. He literally did the easiest <laughs> prison break ever. Yeah, I think of that. Like, like whenever I think of prison break, I think of um, what's that movie? Shawshank Redemption. Whenever oh, he breaks yeah. out of the prison, he's climbing through shit in these tunnels. I think of that. Oh yeah. Digging, digging away at uh, like some elaborate scheme. Then you get Sam Patrick who just walks out. <laughs> <laughs> probably the uh, only guy to ever be in prison with sheep. Oh God! Hopefully, they get too oh, he lonely was, up there with those sheep. He, he's a Welshman, so he had plenty of fun. <laughs> that is fucked. <laughs> now, well, fun facts about the Welsh and why they keep getting uh, the piss taken out of them for sheep shagging and all that. And Wait, we, sheep shagging? Yeah. Like fucking sheep. Yeah, that's that's a real expression. That's a joke for them. Yeah, there's always a joke that the Welsh are sheep shaggers. Oh goodness. Mostly because in the in the medieval times with Wales. If you if you stole a sheep, you lost your hand, you know, chop off your hand. Whereas if you were making love to a sheep, you just lost a finger. So if anyone was caught stealing sheep, they would just say, "Nope, nope, I was I was, uh, <laughs> I was doing the deed with her. <laughs> I was having sex with the sheep." 
That sucks. Anybody walking around without a finger on, they're just like, oh, yep. that guy fucked a sheep. No, that, that guy, guy fucked a sheep. Like, no, <laughs> that guy got caught. Yeah. So that's, that that's, guy got caught. So that's basically how it works. Uh, it's, so what are, what are your three favorite sports? Uh, well, rugby is obviously one of rugby. them. Rugby. I like powerlifting, so that's what I do. I knew uh, you powerlifted. Yeah, I like to lift. Um... I like rugby. Rugby's probably my third favorite sport, yeah, personally. Third favorite sport? I actually haven't really thought about that. You see, I don't mind w- watching any sports um, except soccer. I, I just find that really? I just find it boring. Although that's my number one. Well, this sounds a little bit controversial, but I, 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 I sometimes find women's soccer to be more entertaining than men's soccer because those bitches get savage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. They get feisty. They get mean. Oh, God, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's like, you ever seen those compilation videos of uh, men's sports versus women's sports? No. Oh, Probably a lot more hair pulling in women's sports oh, as well. Yeah. Really? Oh, Lord. It's also, more, it's also funnier at times. Really? Yeah, like, there was this one video I saw where this female, keep, uh, female goalkeeper, and she couldn't save anything to save her life. Was she, uh, what country was she from, by chance? I couldn't tell you, but... Okay. You know who our goalie is here, right? No. That's probably Joe. All right. Uh, our goalie here is Hope Solo for the women's team. She was, she's kind of crazy, dude. She like, yeah, she got involved with like, uh, she went to jail or did something. Shit. Yeah. Oof. I, I ask because if you ask any American, I like people asking people like outside of the country what their favorite sports are. Because if you if you ask any American, they're probably gonna tell you they're football, baseball, basketball. Yeah, see, I don't mind basketball. I don't mind watching baseball and hockey's. It's entertaining. Hockey's a common one as well. It's I'd say those four you're gonna get ninety percent of the time. Yeah, it's. I like to watch te- the tennis as well, mostly whenever I'm you know gambling on who wins. But, okay. Uh, but uh, like, tennis would be cool. Uh, do, you, do you ever is, do you ever watch Wimbledon? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, Wimbledon- is that from Harry Potter? No. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> now, Wimbledon's like the most prestigious tennis tournament in the world. No shit. Yeah, it's well, sponsored by Rolex. And Roger like Federer. Won it or, 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 eight times. Or, eight. Really? He won it eight times, I think. Seven wow. or eight. I need to double check that. I think it's so cool. Every sport has their dominant player. Oh, yeah. Like Pele for soccer. Well, like yeah. now Messi. I would say Messi surpassed him. Him and Ronaldo, I think they both yeah. surpassed him. No, but there's, what do you call it? Uh, it's it's a grass court one. It's one of the few grass court big league ones left, I think, because okay. the Amer- the US opens on it's it's indoor stuff, isn't it? What I do you think mean? I think it's on like uh a, you know this special material for indoor tennis, whereas Australia and the French Open are on clay. So every service is different. Every no way. Oh yeah, they play on clay, really. Yeah, like Nadal's like he was renowned for being one of the best players on clay in the world. Oh wow, he he dominated clay. So it has that much of a difference. Like it's yep. it, that court makes that much of a difference. Oh impact. yeah, I guess it'd be like playing on turf versus playing on turf. That was the like um, uh, grass. Uh, well, the grass. By the time he gets to the final, it's it's worn down because the grass is only like. T- Three millimeters long, or right? Oh, I, I mean, like the comparison between like football or like soccer. Oh yeah, it's it's different. That kind of um, makes sense. But yeah, yeah, I remember like during last Wimbledon, I did one of those twenty twenty game parlays. Okay, it's, it's just to really get an accumulator up, and I got nineteen out of twenty of them correct. No shit. The only one that screwed me over was a guy that's ninety five percent. 
Yeah, I, there was this one guy that I can't remember what player it was. But basically, they went on too long, and then the umpire called the game off, and then they came back the next day, and he was beaten within the first ten minutes because it was like it was like a tiebreaker for the win, right? And they wouldn't let him play an extra ten minutes. No shit. Son of a bitch. Ah. It would have been like 15 grand if I won. Oh, that would irk me for a few days, man. Oh, God, no. Parlays are the... Ooh, that would bother me. No, the most frustrating one I've ever had was with the... <laughs> um, I think it was the, 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 the Euro Soccers or whatever it was. It was back two years ago. Again, uh, 19 out of 20, I got correct. The only one that screwed me over was Russia v. England. Are you talking about the um, the games like in the fir- like in the playoffs? No, well, I'm I'm not actually sure. It was just it was the, it was the first week of every th- of the oh the the, just the first week of games. Uh, it was the first week of the Euros. I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember what the official name of the. Do you know, Joe? I actually so you you bet on that. You oh, bet on that? only on only occasionally. Like I only bet like you know one or two pounds at a time. But I I okay. go I go all out with the parlays. That's cool. Because yeah. in the World Cup in 2014 World Cup in the playoff round, the round of elimination, like one loss, you're yeah. done. I guessed every single game right. Oh. No exaggeration, like every game. Did you game bet right. on it? No, I just wrote it down. I wrote down uh, my own bracket. I've got like a because I think there were sixteen teams. Try gambling next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I tried. Literally every game, I was like, "What?" I, I was so mad at myself. I'm like, "Damn, I wish I would have." Done something nah, like but betting Rush, a few bucks. Russia equalized the game in the in like the ninety eighth minute. Like, why the hell did you play an extra eight minutes? <laughs> there was no need. Eight minutes of extra time. Something like that. Anyway, they they were in they were into overtime. So you you just like betting. You don't you don't really care too much about like what you're betting on. Like you don't matter as far as the sport. I'll go uh, the sports. Well, my friends, my roommates were watching the soccer, and I had an app on my phone that let me do it. I was like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. Sounds like you did good. 19 out of 20, 95%, man. Only one game wrong. It would have been like 115 grand if I got it right as well. No, shit. Because I was like, you know what? Oh, three to one. That's your student loans. That's everything, dude. I would have been 140 in, in dollars. I was like, hey, three. So I was like, no, three to one chance. So who This won? team's going to draw. You thought yeah, Russia was going to win, or you thought... Uh, I thought England was going to win. Okay, okay, but that's probably Russia what I would have bet on, too. I don't know. There, I maybe would have called an upset. That sounds like an upset that could possibly happen, because no, England but, but chokes, man. They the, choke. Look, the odds of England winning were 2-1. to one. The odds of Russia winning were, like, 6-1 to one or whatever it was. No shit, really. The odds of a draw were 12-1. to one. Right. See, I, I probably... I don't know what I would have done there. I, I could see myself going, like, for Russia just on the upset, but... Yeah, England's just, definitely the better squad. And, uh, well, to be fair, there aren't that many English players left anymore. <laughs> I don't know. You guys got a lot of youth coming up. I uh, well, maybe I don't know. Uh, but so, did you play rugby? I uh, for a better part of ten years. Ten years, wow. Yeah, wasn't the best in high school because I, I, I had no drive in high school. I know uh, rugby. Once you understand the sport of rugby and you understand the sport of AFL, Australian Football League. They're so different. They're so different. But like, oh, yeah. on the surface, like an American watching that doesn't understand them very much, you you'd be like, "Wow, these are like the same sport." But no, uh, no, they're uh, not. American American football is well, not American football, Australian football. Oh, I uh, mean you know, Australia rules. I yeah, think, yeah, I they think have their own football league. league. They have like, oh a, right, the, yeah, they have their own NFL. Yeah, so it's oh, like right. I actually have a ball upstairs in my room, but it's a. Uh, it's it's very similar to rugby ball. It's a little bit slimmer. I think you're talking about Australia rules. Maybe like Google it there because Australia rules is like they play in an oval. Really, really. Yeah. 
I think that's what you might be on about. Right, I, I just been in Google it. Australian. Australia rules. Football. Oh, you just type in rules, like R U L S. You don't need the football bit. Should I take out the football? Yeah, because that's that's what it's called on on Bladbrooks that I use. Australia rules. Australia rules. <laughs> right, let's just go to images and see. AFL commission. I've I've only watched I've watched one game, so it's a circular. So I look, got, as you see, they've got two posts there, wherever it is. Okay, I don't understand the scoring too much. I type in pitch, then just to get a look at the pitch. The pitch, it's another thing. Like, I'm a, I'm a very American or a very like European, Europeanized American for sure. Like, yeah. I I don't really enjoy American sports as much as I enjoy like other sports around the uh, world. So you, it's definitely overhyped a lot over here. Like the what is so some of your like just sports in general out here. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like you're at, we love sports here. Oh, it's like if you're if you're going up through high school, you can get so many perks if you just play footballs. Like with us, mm -hmm. the only perks you got was you didn't have to, you got a slight advantage of getting into the next year group if you were doing bad in grades. That was literally it. So like if you ask a first grader in Ireland or in, in Northern Ireland, if you ask them. What do you want to be when they grow up? Like, are you going to get a typical response of a famous probably, athlete? Probably. You never know. Okay, okay. I didn't know if, if it was like a cultural you, thing. No, no, if you ask, it's better if you ask, like, you know, a teenager what they're going to get because they have a better idea because then by teenage years, you know you know well enough if you're going to make it in sport or not. Most don't. Okay. Most. Yeah, I would say I would say the same thing. Like, realistically, yeah. down the line, people realize, like, yo, I'm not that great of an athlete. Like, no, versus whenever you're eight, like, people will be like, I want to be a professional soccer player. <laughs> no, to be fair with us, you're hardly likely. There, no one offers you any scholarships for anything. Really? There are some universities that will, but it's nothing like here. Like, here it's like, you know, oh, half the football team in high school will probably apply for a scholarship, right? But... Yeah, it's it's just like well, sure. For, and the on the college I went to, we didn't even know we had a rugby team. It was like, how long did you go there? We had for? a rugby team. Well, technically three years, but I only spent two years there. Cause I and rugby's the main sport there. No, rowing would be rowing, but you wouldn't even know that there was stuff happening. No shit. What are, what are some other like really common sports in Ireland? Um, I don't know about old Gaelic. There's Gaelic, camogie, and hurling. That's all Ireland. Okay. Northern Ireland, not so much. There's the GAA, which would be the Irish branch in the north. Um, they would play camogie and Gaelic. Uh, but again, you know the Protestant Catholic thing. A lot of Protestant schools don't don't want to have to do that or or try that. If you know what I mean. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's just it's just how it works. Like they try to bring in Gaelic into our school. And what is Gaelic? Gaelic. Uh, it's, Gaelic. It's a cross between hockey and murder. Hockey and murder. Yeah. What a comparison! Wow. <laughs> is it on ice? Oh no, sorry. That's hurling. Is hurling is hockey and murder? Uh, no, it's on the it's on the pitch. In fact, well, if you go on YouTube, just type in brittle Gaelic hits. Gaelic is like soccer and rugby. This is my channel, by the way, right here. Oh, fair enough. Subscribe. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, wait, what was uh, it? Hurling? Uh, well, yeah, brutal hurling. Brutal hurling. Uh, there might be some uh, throwing up right now. Oh, okay, never mind. Best goals and points. I just go to any of them. The fastest game on grass. Once a client sees a three-year rendering, they have that aha moment. There's so many cool sports over in other countries that are just 
Oh, yeah. Undiscovered by Americans. So I like to question that. I like to see what's everything that exists, not just in... Yeah. If you look at this, you don't, a lot of the times people don't wear helmets. No shit. I, I literally just... So my uh, my roommate is... Right now, My two of my roommates are in Louisiana. They're down in New Orleans yeah. for formal. Yeah. And his buddy from Arkansas, his this girl, this girl from down in Arkansas nice. drove up, and she played the sport. And I was just, I just hold her rack, or held her racket for a little bit to see like what it felt like. Oh, this is cool, dude. Yep. Can you hit with the sticks? Oh yeah, you're meant to. Her stick was pretty heavy too. Oh yeah, they've got a bit of metal in the top so that uh, they don't break. So you catch with your hands. Yep. And then you bash it with a stick. And can you just run? Yep, you have to you scoop it up with the ball though, but there are so many broken fingers and just so many injuries in this game. I bet. I'm really sure half of them don't even have helmets on. Seems how lacrosse is too. Yeah, but lacrosse, it's a, you have a little basket to catch and carry it in. And it's a smaller pitch as well. See, I, I, this is cool to me, this is cool. I would love to try this. Yeah, then, and, then, and then you have Gaelic as well. Which, how do you spell that? G-A-E. G-A-E-L-I-C. There it is. They're done. Gaelic football? Yep. Oh, wow. We've been going for an hour. Wow. So, yeah, it's basically a cross of a lot of sports together. You have to bounce the ball every now and again. No shit, so you, you kick. No, you, you wanna play Gilek, you? No way! So you have, to, you have to juggle it every once in a while. Yep, dribble, yeah. Dude, I would be good at this. Yeah. This it, is something that plays to my strengths. Yeah, you see, they tried bringing this to my high school, but uh, a lot of the Protestants there didn't want it. No shit, really, why? Oh, so you can kick like a field goal. Almost, oh yeah. Too. yeah, dude, this looks really cool. Can you can you pass like a like throw it? I'm not actually sure. I've never played the game. Well, he just he just yeah, threw he it there. Did. He threw it underhand. Do you uh, throw it underhand or is that probably? Oh, I would love to be able to just oh savage defending that juke yeah. though. Uh. I'll make this full screen so the camera can see a little better. Yeah. I hope the camera can see it. I don't know if it can or not. Nah, probably not. Yeah, I don't think it can either. Yeah, you probably splice it in later. The reason I got the TV is for the camera too, but that is what it is. Yeah. So there's a goalie. This is very. This reminds me of soccer with your hands. It's 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 a hybrid with a lot of variations in there. Plus basketball because you have to dribble it. Can you tackle? Oh yeah. It can get brittle. Looks like you have to bounce, and then after you bounce it, you have to juggle it up to yourself with a yep. kick. Oh, that's bizarre. <laughs> this is cool, dude. Yeah. You see, in Northern Ireland anyway, there's still a lot of people that have the whole Catholic v. Protestant vibe of, this is just Britain, we don't want the Irish stuff up here. Why? 
I don't know. It's pretty much what they've been taught to believe. A lot of the time it is just generations telling, older generations, you know, indoctrinating the younger ages. Like, a time, well, it sounds bad to me to say this, but there are times whenever I just don't really feel safe around some, some you know, Catholic areas back home because, you know, you stick out like a sore thumb. Then they'll, and if, and there's judgment. Yeah, plus if I was to have the same victimhood mentality as a lot of people over here would have, if I was to have to carry that attitude into those environments, you know, where it'd be these kind of environments, if they were to call me Protestant scum or, you know, insult the Queen or any of that stuff, just anything derogatory towards a British or Protestant person, then I, you know, if I had that same attitude as a lot of liberals over here had, then I uh -huh. would be, you know, a victim. I would be offended. Yeah. yeah, it's like, so instead of just putting myself through all of that there and being the only Protestant there, it's like, you know, just just don't go. Yeah, yeah. Simple as, but it's it's also a, a bit of a double standard with us, especially in the town where I live in. Like, they'll fly the the tricolor, right? You know, the the uh, green, white, and gold flag of Ireland. Okay. They'll fly that all the time but if you fly the Union Jack flag or a British flag or any of that stuff it has to be taken down within a week or so because it's offensive really yeah it's like sure the Union Jack flag it sounds like political correctness is just as bad over there just it's different almost, things it's almost standard it's all it is it's like imagine flying you know the Mexican flag throughout Texas right or the Russian flag in Alaska okay okay yeah so what are your thoughts on Conor McGregor um Loud mouth. Loud mouth. But legend. Absolutely. Nah. He's, he has to play the game. We all know that. But the fact that he still... like Some of the stuff he did after he became famous were... You know, they were, they were quite respectful. I can't I can't list them off the top of my head here, but I, know, I remember reading stuff about how he couldn't afford to pay people for certain stuff, so he paid them back thousands of times over after he became rich and all that stuff. And I and I do like the way how he's still with his girlfriend before he was famous. Okay. Like he could have drop kicked her at any given time and gone after a super. That is model. cool. But the fact that she also stayed with him. And That's the coolest part of that. Oh, well, to be she fair, saw the vision as well, and she supported him. She oh, she by was a and... she was an absolute legend with him. And then the fact that he stayed with her, and you know, because it's like if you've seen the Wolf of Wall Street, he's with his wife, and then he ends up getting a supermodel. When he gets rich, right? Uh -huh. Same story with Citizen Key, and same story with a lot of. Rich it's so people. easy to, yeah. Yeah, it's like, but Connor didn't, so he's got integrity, which I liked. Because the grass isn't always greener. It's not always greener, and like honestly, somebody who's going to yeah. come up with you and really yeah. grow as a person with you. If you guys grew together throughout that experience, like. Oh yeah, no, those two are they are they're they're a good par couple, I think. Oh, but fun. There's a funny thing about grass is greener saying. Uh huh. If you're if two people are standing on either side of a fence, if you look down, you're going to see the dirt in between the grass blades. But if you look to your neighbor's one at that angle, you just see the tops of the grass. So, so it's going to look greener. That's why it looks greener. <laughs> that's a metaphor for life, right? Yeah, that's where it comes. A metaphor from. for life. So yeah, it's like looking at something from an angle. Yeah, it's like looking at it's like looking at the city of a skyline. You're that's not a metaphor for looking if like you shift your perspective on life. Then oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like well, well, this is shit. <laughs> like it looked better over there. <laughs> There's yeah. some wisdom within that. Yeah, I'm just looking that's... over and into your neighbor's yard. Yeah. Oh well, that's that's how that works. Do you live near an ocean back home? 
We are surrounded by an ocean. Is it pretty desirable to go swim in the summertime? Oh, God, no. No, not even in the summertime? Do you see how far north we are? That is. Hey, I was optimistic. Really, that no, is not even Baltic up north. Like we get all the crop and all the you know tail ends of hurricanes that you guys crop out in the summer. Uh, you can't blame natural phenomenons on us. No, we blame the jet stream. You see this arrow? That's uh -huh. that's the jet stream. So all of this shit comes up towards us. No shit. So it's really windy up there. Yeah. So for Sept you know, around September, October time, it gets really windy for us because that's when the hurricanes dissipate and come over us. We have we occasionally get the heat waves from Europe, but you know, ninety degrees is considered a heat wave to us. Right, right. Well, ninety like, degrees is pretty warm. Sixty is what warm day for us. Like outside no today, shit. it's gray, it's overcast, it's beautiful. It's not raining. That's, uh -huh. how, that's how we look at it. <laughs> yeah, nah, but you're ne you're Does never. Does it rain a lot up there as well? Oh god, yeah. I bet. Not as bad as Scotland though. Scotland's worse, really. Oh god, yes. Like, I am not a huge fan of rain. Rain is kind of uh, depressing. Nah, but with us, uh, we, we, we do okay. Like. The west of Ireland gets the worst of it because that, like, it's it's like a mountain range. So when okay. the when the Atlantic current hits, it hits hits the west first. It's still going to affect us because we're only like a couple hundred miles from it. Right, right. Like you're never more than thirty or forty miles from the coast in Northern Ireland anyway. That's why I asked because I was looking at it, the geography of well, it, like it looks like miles. it. Yeah, like even miles. if you're in the center, like you could probably make it to the ocean pretty quickly. Hi, two hours you're in the coast. So that's a uh, okay, okay. So it's. Wow, the entire country is about the size of a little bit bigger than Missouri. Yeah. Ish. The island, I better say. The island. It's my island. So have you been anywhere else in Europe? I've been to Spain, uh, Tenerife, France, uh, Switzerland, and some of the islands off the coast of Spain here, but that's about it. I haven't been, I haven't been, I haven't been to Europe very much because well, each country is a different language for one thing, and but English is pretty much what predominantly dominates it, right? No, no really. Oh no. Well, I, I, I know with Germany, Certain a lot areas. of Germans know English as well. Oh yeah, because English is it's like uh, Americans. You guys learn Spanish in high school, right? Right. Yeah, they learn English everywhere else. Learn, learn Spanish. Yeah, I don't know, like a Spanish. I took a bird. That's. It's, a year or a semester of college and two years of high school and I don't yeah. know anything. They, sh they really should make it more compulsory for us to learn like at least French or something in schools because really? they wait until we're eleven or twelve years old and by then it's harder to learn a language. Absolutely, absolutely. Like if anything, they should at least teach the basics and the vowels and stuff or something, yeah, yeah, get... something like that in elementary just to give you an idea for going into secondary school. Well, there's way more of an incentive if you live over in Europe to learn other languages. Like, it, in the United States, I would argue that it's it's just not that applicable, honestly. Like, no, I mean, Mexico's no. down south, but, I mean, really, who wants to go to Mexico if you're already in the U.S.? Well, spring breakers go to Cancun. Right, right, but that's for a short amount of time. Yeah. Like, like for, for me to learn another language, the incentive would have to be that I'd plan to oh, yeah, no, spend it's... a decent amount of time in that destination. Uh, it's, it's, it's different between the UK and America because, well, well, in the UK now, the multiculturalism is so vast now that in some elementary schools, classes are made up of like 30 different languages. Really? They have to speak English in that because it's the most common tongue. Okay. But then again, you see, 
there are about 27 countries, I want to say, in Europe are approximately. Four of those are from the UK, unless they count the UK as one, I don't know. But all the Eastern European countries, yeah, they each have their own language, so... Yeah, it's English. That's where the diversity seems to be is on sure, the eastern part of Europe. Sure, there's like three languages alone in Switzerland. It's French, really? it's French, German, and English. What a cool dynamic to bring to a country. Yeah, well, that's the real melting pot. Uh, well, they're also the they're also not a part of the European Union, and they also they also have similar gun laws that you have. Really? They ha citizens can buy guns, but they're very strict about it. Okay. Uh, I'm assuming we're a lot more lenient here. Oh, yeah. Really? You don't need to have a license. You just walk in. Yeah, that's a, a citizen. Yep. hot All topic right. right now. I don't really have much of an opinion. I don't, I don't really see the problem with having guns. I know there have been a lot of shootings, but... Uh, to be fair, I feel safer in a bunch of Republican areas because if someone does go on a, on a killing spree, there's a good chance there's a, there's a cowboy with a gun there that'll... I think I trust in the, no, the nobility of the common man enough to yeah. say that they're not going to just shoot us up. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I, I just no, believe look in at, justice. If you look at it, though... You're right, in those, in those places with a lot of guns. How, how many of these... How, how, I know there's been a few, but how many of the main uh, shooters have been Republicans... That I don't know. Very, very few. Really, the majority of them are Democrats. Are you sure you're? Are you sure you're not Republican? You sound. No, it's <laughs> that's the thing. Well, if you ask me about religion, which Republicans love, I'll tell you that I think it should be completely separate from lawmaking. Oh, absolutely, I think, absolutely. I don't, I don't think it should be forced, and I don't think you should force children to take religious classes like I was made to do in school. And I don't think that you should be. Did you go to a Catholic every, school or did you nope, go to Protestant? I went, Protestant, I'm from so. Northern Ireland. Okay, so you went to a Protestant. <laughs> my bad. I, whenever fine, I think yeah. of like a like a private school is a better way to. Oh yeah, pro, in America, you went to a private, private school. Oh god, no. Private schools are they were almost outlawed in the UK. No they shit. Were, why? Um, all children are created equal and should have equal chances. What the fuck is that? Yeah, they, uh, they got rid. Of, I guess I kind of see from that point of view. Basically, they're, they're basically were called grammar schools. That was the better ones. Basically, with us, if you were smarter at a younger age, that you went to a grammar school. Okay. In Northern Ireland, in England, it's different. They got rid of grammar schools because they were fancy. In Northern Ireland, we still have them, but we had a transfer test. They got rid of the transfer test because apparently it put too much anxiety on young kids. Okay. The new system they have is even worse, though, because instead of doing two tests, they now do like six tests or whatever it is, and, and children are struggling because they're fitting their parents' ego of making them go to a grammar school, so they had a lower standard for kids to get in. Oh, shit. And now they're suffering more because they weren't, they were, they're going to a school they're not qualified for. Uh-huh. So, and then they end up going to the school they would have gone anyway because they have to drop out of it. But, yeah, so... Uh, that's just that's how that works. But, uh, well, let's go back to the whole gun scenario we were talking about there. What was it? Oh, yeah, Democrats and Republicans. Um, yeah, with... Gun, well, Northern Ireland's the only country you can actually buy uh, handguns to an extent. Handguns okay. are illegal in England, as far as I know. I don't know about. No shit, really. I, well, that's what they say. I don't know about France, and I'm sorry, I don't know about uh, Scotland and Wales. I don't know their laws, but like illegal to own or illegal to buy. carry? Oh, to buy? You can, oh, you cannot carry. Okay. If you're carrying it, you need to have it in one of those little like 
uh, travel cases unloaded and in the and in the trunk of your car. Wow. And you need to have your license with you all the time and just okay. like to get a gun with us, you need to have a reason for one thing. It's so weird that we have these life-ending tools because that's what essentially guns are. They're just these tools that well, can just end lives and that you can just carry it. So is They're as accessible enough to just carry it in your pocket. Uh, yeah, true. So, true. Is, so is a knife. So is a firework. So is, uh-huh. a, so is a car. So is A lot of things are anything, many you, ways you can, to die. You can use anything you want to kill people, really, but sure. Well, well, well guns we are to certainly one of the most convenient. Yeah, well, t- to be fair, it's you know it's like sure look at Chicago. Guns are incredibly difficult to get in Chicago. It's one of the highest killed kill rates though from guns. So Chirac. Yeah, so there's that there. Um, New York, it's guns are illegal there, but it's still a high crime rate area. Plus, knife crime is the highest there in the country. And sure, if you look at the California also incredibly strict gun laws it just it, it makes sense to have pretty lenient gun laws to me in the aspect and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I, I don't have a very strong opinion on this and I, I'm very open yeah. to different opinions but it just makes sense to me to put the the trust back in the citizens hands to and something that would right, be but, going no, wrong. At the end of the day, or though, to be able to protect themselves, because that's total sovereignty over your life. Oh yeah, own sure. Don't forget. Life. It's also the fact that it doesn't matter which state you're in. Like so, like with little say Obama said that citizens in Illinois can just hop the border and go to Illinois, buy a gun, and come back, and you know, buy from private dealers. They will find a way to get a gun. Ninety-eight percent of private dealers will not sell you their weapons. The one, the two percent that will sell you their weapons will put an extra zero at the end of the price tag, right. and, and they'll file off the serial number, and then the gun becomes illegal. You know, it's like it's, people like sure people break the law every day. That's illegal doing that, but. So you're saying there's some corruption in, in oh, there's banning corruption. it in certain yeah. states and not in others? Oh, yeah, there is corruption okay. everywhere. Um, you get people that are legal, law-abiding, they'll do it, but sure, well, look at college. You can get people that have ADHD. They can go to a doctor and get Adderall, and then they sell Adderall for, you know, five bucks a tablet. You know, that's that's no different than someone selling a, a you know a, a gun with a serial serial number sawed off. Right, it's exactly they have access the to thing. it, and there's yeah, there's, there's a demand for it in the yeah, market. People will find it. Sure, you have to be twenty one to buy liquor. You can get someone that's older than you to buy it for you. It's right. simple as same with cigarettes. It, it, you can't you can't police everything to the hilt. You can only you can only make it slightly difficult. Absolutely, make it a make it a slight see, inconvenience for them to get. You see, one one idea that I had, it would get shot down, obviously. But you know, uh, I got the idea from like a, from like Black Mirror to an extent because okay. you know, in Black Mirror, the TV show, in some of the episodes, when uh, one, one episode, if uh, someone you didn't someone blocked you, you couldn't see them because mm-hmm. they had these retina things, right? Okay. Well, I had I had this idea where if you if you if you're a law-abiding person, you get approved, right? And you buy a gun. Uh, if you get your like your hand scanned or whatever, right? And then if there's a print on a gun where it's only your print that's allowed to uh, will actually fire it. These guns exist. Some some people do have. Wow, that's, that's like the smartphones, but yeah, for, smartphones. with guns. So, yeah. it's, so it's implementing new technology. Yeah. To, if you were okay. to have if you were to have that, well. Republicans wouldn't like this, or libertarians wouldn't like this, because then the government can have your prints on record. So that's a downside to it. But on the other side, it shows that you're willing to say, 
well, these are what I have, and you can see that I'm not going to go on a rampage. Right, right. Yeah, plus, oh, I also had, like, one thought, but, you know, this would be too difficult to implement, but I'm at, like, you know how with drones, how and they, they have no-fly zones with them? I've heard that. Well, for my drone that I have back home... If you have I'm, a drone, really? Yeah, the, DG, the DJI Phantom 3. If I was to plant that on an airport runway uh -huh. and try and take off, it wouldn't take off because it's in an airport. Okay. There are certain Wait, areas. wait, wait. So it... Wait, you just blew my fucking mind. You can... They, they can... GPS, yeah. They have... In the, soft, in the software update, there are certain areas that are no-fly zones where... So you literally cannot fly them. It's... Yeah. If also, if you are... If you start just... Like, say, uh, this table is a, is a no-fly zone. I thought there was just a law you can't fly. You oh, no. Like, so software. if you're flying into a no-fly zone, your right, drone will just fucking drop. Not drop. No, here's what happens. If, say, I take off here, uh, there's a... If you're within X number of feet... Well, if you're flying into a no-fly zone, okay, uh, it'll either make you fly upward and it will not go beneath a certain height, okay, or it will make you, depending on which how you close are when you start, or if you're at a certain depth, you won't, so you you will not be able to go below up to a certain height because planes are trying to land above you, right? And within a certain distance of a runway, you will not be able to descend to a certain height because the planes are landing there, so the plane will land under your drone. Right. Okay, okay. That's that's how they worked in some cases. Um, I don't. I don't know. Which so it's like a steady fall. It's not just immediate. Oh yeah, you like... you cannot hit, go to certain heights within certain distances of a runway. No. That's crazy that they can control that, man. You. Yep. They had to because there were too many in instances. Right. That's how they regulate the drones. No one had an issue with that, right? So imagine if they were to implement like a smart gun, where it wouldn't like you know people couldn't go on and mass and shoot in certain areas. Like, in a shopping center, you know, no one really needs to have a gun in there. But then again, people that have the older style guns, which is the flintlock, you know, they still have... They can still shoot no matter what you do. The flintlock, like, meaning the well, safety? The old, well, the older style ones. Like, you where know, you can, like... Just like, a non -smart, like a non-smart gun, where, you know, where anyone could fire. Anyone could do it there and then. Okay, okay. People are still going to hoard them. There's no way you could stop that. So that's how that that's why that idea would be shot down. You see, I look at ideas and I look at ways of how they work and how they don't work, and how they will work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or how they could possibly yeah. Because if, if, if you can think, if you can, if you can overcome your own obstacles, it makes it easier. So like it's, it's like whenever you're so you have a prevention focus. You think you think about something and you you may I look get at, excited about the possibilities. But then but you I also look at the, the realistic problems, side, the realistic side of oh wait that wouldn't work. You seem just after this conversation, you seem like a very rational, yeah. logical like yeah. thinker. I appreciate that. Thanks. I like your thought Thanks. process. Right. It's like if you look at this is why I don't say left or right wing anymore. It's like if you look at I like say you know tax the rich millions or whatever, right? Uh huh. Okay. Yes. Good. You'll get more money in the tax system. You'll get, you know, better cops. You might get better health care. You'll have better roads. You'll have more money. Great. What happens the next, the year after? I don't know. Yeah. If I put this way, if I was to finally make it and earn ten million dollars a year, and I lost, you know, eighty percent of that or whatever it was, I would most likely do everything in my power to take all the money out of the country uh -huh. most likely flee that way I think I somebody I think somebody just got here I might have my other guest here oh okay well yeah basically you need to look at what's wrong with what 
the pro- potential problems that can arise. It's like, yeah, that's not going to work. I agree with that year. thinking. Yeah, the next year that's not going to work. You find another solution on top of that. Uh, it's good that that's that's how you can, yeah, taxes you can implement be, an effective strategy. How you can yeah, but taxes for effect, be, effective preparation requires some problem solving and potential problems that could arise. Oh yeah, like, it's like it's like saying well, lowering taxes is, is better in theory because uh, if you have lower taxes, you got more money to play with. Okay, like put it this way: if you're earning a thousand dollars a week and you Taxed on twenty five percent and you've only got seven hundred and fifty at the end of the day left, right? Right, right. And quite often people forget that they have taxes to pay in January, so then that's why they're broke until like February, March time. That's why their credit is bad. Mm-hmm. Then they borrow money to pay for the taxes. So you would you would rather your philosophy on life is you'd rather plan for the worst but hope for the best kind of deal? A little bit like that, yeah. Okay. It's like sure if you look at the t- some of the ten richest countries in the world, nine of them don't have taxes. Really? No shit. Uh, Dubai, no no income tax. I have heard that. Saudi Arabia, no tax. Um, but they're able to do that because all the oil, Arab, right? Yeah, all the Arab countries don't have tax though. That's cool. Yeah, whereas whereas the UK, it's forty five percent at the minute. Forty five percent over have taxes. No, forty five percent tax rate over. Okay, okay. Over one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. It's almost half your money given right back to the government. Yep. Uh, but hey, price of free healthcare, right? But it's free healthcare is overrated to an extent. Like it's good for the small things that you need. Okay. You know, if you break your finger, it doesn't cost nine hundred dollars to get an X-ray. You just go in, you wait six or seven hours. That's it, fine. Absolutely, I would agree with that. But it's for something more expensive, like expensive stuff that you need to get done. Like it's very difficult actually getting the surgeries that or meeting the doctors that you need because it's. Like people just go to the doctors for anything and everything. Here it's it's more rationalized. Like you don't need to go unless you're physically bleeding out, right? Okay, so they use it more since it's like, a, well, it's put, uh, put it this way, you'll go, if you have a cold, what do you do here? What do you, what do you do if you have the flu? If I have the flu? Yeah. Then I, I would go to Taylor Health, I'd go to the doctor. Hi, as a student, right? Absolutely. But if you're average Joe, you just go and get some, you know, tablets from from a shop. It's like what, five bucks, like the NyQuil stuff? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, you just be cheap and do that, or you just you know stay in bed. With us, we just go to the doctor and we can get antibiotics for free and all that crap. But wow, okay. It's, it's like people are also. So that's that's a huge luxury. Yeah, but people like it's a privilege. Yeah, but people like us, well, not like us, are there are people who are more willing to go to a doctor and get paracetamol, which is just regular painkillers for free, than spend you know fifty cents. So the, the they use, do they use those to get fucked up or to... no? Just. Just for anything, it's like oh, I've got a headache. It's like you could just be dehydrated. Drink water then. Yeah, true. They never think of other solutions. It's just oh, I'll just go to the doctor. Well, they they always associate the drug with the quick fix. Oh yeah, the quicker fix. Yeah, but but it costs. You got to think about the healthier fix it, first. It, it's fifty cents if you buy it at the store, and it doesn't cost the the national health service anything. It costs the national uh-huh. health service a couple a couple dollars every time you use it. Really? Now you have twenty million people using it for stuff. Right, that's gonna need. add up real quick. Yeah, sure. Our biggest spending is like ninety billion pounds a year, and that's for the healthcare. Cool. Actually, you want you want to wrap this up? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Cool. It was a heavy session, long. anyway. Yeah. That was fun, dude. How long did we go for? Oh, almost an hour and a half. Nice. Oh, high nice. score. <laughs> cool. Well, do you have anything you'd like to say before we end this? Don't do drugs. 
Don't do drugs. Become a pop star and they give them to you for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's not wrong. Hey, don't do drugs without me. Oh, <laughs> uh, That's from a music group that used to say that his name is like Dirt Nasty or whatever. But I bet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, I, if you made it this far, then I appreciate you listening. I'm sure James here does as well. Yeah, this is an interesting conversation. Definitely one. Yeah, we, we started a lot of shit and didn't even finish half of it. True, <laughs> true. I'm a very jumpy person. That's I probably on me. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. I like to. I probably move on to topics a little bit before elaborating on them yeah. fully. Right. Is what it is, but thank you. No worries. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.